Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Go Ask an English Teacher podcast. I am Bailey, and today I really want to keep talking about this idea of writing being used um, to cope with problems and just to cope with different things. But specifically, I want to talk today about how to cope through this day and age of seclusion. Of course, there is a global pandemic that is currently happening. And in addition to the the virus, there is something that a lot of people are struggling with. And that is this idea of seclusion. And for many people, it is causing a little bit of trauma. And so I want to talk and focus on this article on the Writers Who Care WordPress. And it is called Normal Is As Normal Does Writing Through Trauma in the Classroom. So let's get to it. So at the beginning of this article, the author Melissa Bryan poses this question. How do we teach in a time of trauma? And this is not necessarily something that something Miss Stanford could have offered me help because this is also new to her, even though she's not currently teaching anymore. She is still trying to offer a little bit of advice, but everyone, no matter how long you have been teaching, this is something new for everyone. So um, me and Miss Stanford talked a little bit about just how different students are taking online learning and remote learning and just trying to cope with that because it is difficult. I know it to an outside view some people are like oh kids are just doing school online they get to sit on their computer but as I have learned this semester that is not easy. It is so hard doing school 100% online. So It is important that we teach students how to work through this, and one way that we can do that is by writing. One point that I really wanted to bring up about what Brian says during this article is how she's talking about, in a Zoom conference with other teachers and educators, she asked how um, teachers who were teaching in the days post 9-11 or even students who were in school during 9-11 how they handled the post 9-11 trauma and I feel like that is an interesting comparison to compare that to now because they are both the time that we're living in now and 9-11 they were such huge events that are honestly changed or is changing this country but How do we deal with working through that in a classroom? And how do we deal with students and how to talk to them about it and get them to understand? And even though I will be focusing on secondary English education, just because the students are a little bit older, it's still difficult to understand how to find the proper ways to educate them. So the main question that she asked the teachers who are teaching was if they received any training on how to answer student questions about what's going on so they don't scare them. And everybody answered no. No one had any training. 
And I feel like that's the same thing as now. No one knows what to do. We're Everyone is just kind of thrown for a loop. And we are just trying to figure it out day by day. But I, what I really love about what Brian is, say, Brian is saying is how she is still incorporating writing to let her, let her students be able to voice their thoughts and opinions. And um, she reflects back on that, how she knew that from teachers from the 9-11 era, they offered writing and they empowered their students and gave them a voice. And I feel like that is so important. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, something that she has done throughout quarantine and social distancing while teaching is she has been sharing these daily quotations with her students. And some of the authors and just influential people that she is sharing quotes by include Hemingway... Dickinson, Martin Luther King, just different people throughout history. And she calls this a very low stakes activity. But as she would give them the quotations, she would ask the students to reflect on them. And she ended up getting serious feelings of disconnection with the assignment until one of her students wrote her and said... This is a quote. It says, I really appreciate you doing your daily quotes. I feel like it's bringing the class together and it's very comforting. And she just talks about how words do matter. And that though it may just seem like another task, since they are being asked to read these quotes and to to just reflect on these quotes and how they can apply to their life or the situation that's going on, I do think that it's important and it does bring the class together even in this time where they can't be together. So I think that that is a really good way of learning how to cope with everything that's going on. And I also talked to Miss Stanford about this and she agrees that it is difficult to create this, this sense of just togetherness in a classroom nowadays but it's just the little things that everyone needs to learn to do and we can do this by writing so just as i did in the last episode i also wanted to give some of the ideas that brian includes in her article about some ways to offer writing in the classroom or virtual classroom uh, during this time of trauma and that either she has practiced or others have practiced. And then I'll also throw in some things that I've thought about since studying this topic. Um, so one that I've thought about is to write a day in my life. And this idea kind of sprung from the YouTube videos. I love watching YouTube videos, especially of other people's lives. I just think that that's so interesting to watch how other people live their lives but a title of a lot of those videos are called a day in my life and they literally just go through everything that they do that day I think that would be an interesting thing to not only do for your present self just to get some writing out just reflect on your day but to also keep and to keep as a future reminder of the situation that a student or yourself was once in and hopefully one day we can look at that and be like, wow, I made it through that. 
Like, that is a huge thing, and I kept going, even though it was super difficult. So, that's just one that I thought of. Um, one that she includes in this article is to ask students to consider how they are experiencing social distancing and then have them write about how another community, one vastly different from their own, is dealing with it. And I feel like this conquers multiple things. One of that is, once again, just writing about how your own experience and getting that down on paper. But then switching it and thinking about how communities are different from one another. And to think about whether this be a cultural community or just a socioeconomic community, just like the difference in that. I think it's important that we look and we reflect on that and that also creates a sense of togetherness because no matter what, this is hard on every person. Like, no matter what your status is, this is not a time in history where status really has to do with social distance because everyone should be doing it even though, you know, everyone is not doing it like they should be. That's besides the point. <laughs> um, this is still something that should be affecting everyone in the same way. And it's important to note that. Let's see. Another one. I feel like this could just create this sense. Actually, both of these next few. Um, just create a better sense of community and togetherness. Even though we're not in the same classrooms right now. And we can't physically see each other. The first one is to... Uh, offer them the opportunity to start an email chain letter with friends. This is something that I used to do in elementary school, even when we, of course, weren't social distancing. But email chains, they are, they're so iconic. Like, <laughs> in the 2000s, that's what I used to do all the time with friends. So, I think that would be a really fun way to get them to communicate with each other and in a way that's still safe and that we can still social distance and it's something new it's something different it's not just texting there's different things with email you can include more people so i think that would be really fun and then another one is to enable them to start their morning with a chat with a few of their friends and aiming to uh, share something special to carry with them throughout the day and this one is something that is included in this article, but I had also thought about it. And even though it's not technically writing, it still has to do with the classroom and the togetherness. And one of my teachers actually this semester would do that. They At the beginning of class, they would put us in breakout rooms to kind of simulate the before class chatting that happens. And I really think that that was helpful to everyone so I think that that is um, just a couple of things that could help students write through this time of trauma and because it is it's a hard time for everyone like there's no denying that and we just have to do what we can to not only take care of ourselves but also take care of our students not only in their education, but also mentally. Each of these things can help them create a better mental, let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? More of just, um, 
just like mental health, just caring for that of your students. And because no one wants to be by themselves all the time. No one wants to just sit on a computer and watch a teacher talk for eight hours straight. And so by incorporating these things, I feel like we can influence some self-reflection as well as communication with their classmates. Okay, everyone, that is going to be it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Um, In the next episode, we are going to continue to talk about how writing can help youth and the experience that adolescents have in their education. So once again, thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next one.